Hi, I'm Candace Huber, and you're listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH, a weekly discussion of all things literary. This week is our book club edition. Once a month, we talk about all of the books that we have read in Tubby and Koo's Mid-City Bookshop book clubs over the course of the month. So we're going to talk today about the books that we read in February. So in case you haven't listened to the show before, Tubby and Coos has five book clubs now. The first book club is our Neil Gaiman book club. And for that book club, we have actually started in on his short story collections. And we read his short story collection called Angels and Visitations. For our science fiction book club, we finished up Neil Stevenson's Seven Eves. For our fantasy book club, we read Mary Stewart's The Crystal Cave, which is a classic fantasy that I actually read in high school, and it was interesting to talk about it as an adult. Our not-so-YA book club, which is a book club for adults who read young adult fiction, actually didn't meet in February because it fell during Mardi Gras week, so we decided not to meet. And then our Brave New World book club, which is our new social justice book club, we read ta Coates' Between the World and Me. So I'm going to tell you about these books today and what we thought about them. We do this segment once a month, so you can go back and see our past book club segments and what we've read in the book clubs so far. And at the end of this segment, I'll tell you what we're reading for March in all of these book clubs as well. So I'm going to go in order and just talk about them in the order in which we meet. So the Neil Gaiman Book Club meets on the first Monday of the month. And we had spent all of last year pretty much reading all of his novels that he had written. So we read through in publication order, so from Good Omens all the way up through Ocean at the End of the Lane was his newest one. And this year we started in on his short story collections because he has a lot of those as well. And so the first one that we read is called Angels and Visitations. And this is a really old short story collection. I don't even know if it's in print anymore. We actually got it through the Neil Gaiman Humble Bundle that came out a while ago. And we read it. And it's just all about supernatural things, angels, visitations. That's where it comes from. And so there were some really weird stories in there. And it's really interesting to have read all the way through Neil Gaiman's novels from beginning to end and then go back to the beginning with his short stories because you can tell his writing style has really changed from when he first started writing until now. And it's gotten a lot better. But also, he was still pretty dark when he first started writing. And so I think really... For Neil Gaiman fans, this book is really hard to get, so I don't want to talk too, too much about it. It was really interesting. It's Gaiman short stories. You really can't go wrong with it. But it's really hard to get your hands on it. So it was it was good. We really enjoyed it. And I would recommend it if you're a Gaiman fan and you can get your hands on it. I, I definitely think it's good and worth reading. So for our science fiction book club, we read a book called Seven Eves by Neil Gaiman, and we did it over the course of two months. We started it in January, and we finished it in February. It's a really long book. It's like 900 pages long. And this was actually my first Stevenson experience, and a lot of the folks in the book club, it was also their first Stevenson experience. And he is very detailed in his writing. And so he gets really into a lot of the science things and explanations in the book. So for me at times, the 
science stuff was a little bit over the top. I At one point, the thing that sort of sticks out to me the most is that at one point he actually walked through and explained how water becomes ice. And I just don't really need that much detail. But if you like science explanations and things like that, he it's amazing. He talks about orbital mechanics. He talks about how things work in space. And it was really, really interesting at times, but also, for me personally, a little overbearing at times. To be fair, I'm not a huge fan of really hardcore science-y science fiction. And so those, you know, when something gets a little bit over the top like that with the science explanations, I just tend to, like, blow past it and skip it. But there are people out there who really, really like that stuff. Now, what I can say about this book is that barring the scientific explanations that he has in there, the story itself is really good. It's really interesting. The characters were very good, very well developed. So it was it was still an easy read for me, even though I don't like hardcore science fiction usually. I was able to read the book very easily, just skipping over all of that stuff. So whenever he would get into his hardcore scientific explanations, I would just read a little bit of it, get the gist, and then skip over it. And then basically just read the character interactions and get the idea of the plot. So the book is about the human race. At The very, very first sentence of the book, the moon blows up into seven different pieces. And humanity is trying to figure out how it happened and what they're going to do to survive. And quickly they learn that the world, the scientists of the world discover that the world's going to end in about two years. And so the book is all about humanity prepping for the end of the world. How are they going to survive? How are they going to do this? And, of course, they decide to send some people into space using the International Space Station. And then it goes from there. So the book goes from the, the time the moon blows up, all the preparations for the end of the world, the end of the world, kind of what happens after that. And then at the end, it jumps to 5,000 years in the future and shows you what happens there. So it's a really long book. It was good. I think the general consensus of the group was that we feel like it should have been a trilogy. He should have had one book that just talked about the preparations for the end of the world. The second book should have been the middle part where between the world ends and the 5,000 years later part, which, to be honest, was my favorite part of the book. And then the third book should have been the 5,000 years later because then he could have developed those things a little bit more. And even though the book was really long, there were times where you felt like he was rushing through the story and we all wanted more out of it, which is good because it's 900 pages long and we wanted more out of it. So we all pretty much felt that we it should have been a trilogy. And because he had to leave a lot of things out and there were just times and, and things where we were like, wait, what happened and, and why? And we wanted more explanation for some of the things that were happening. I would recommend this if you like Neil Stevenson, if you've read his stuff before and you like him, I think it would definitely be worth a read. I think if you're really into that hardcore science fiction, the very sciencey science fiction, it you would definitely like it. Everyone in the book club who was into those kinds of books really enjoyed it. And I think that if you're a more casual reader, I probably wouldn't read it just because it is it, it, it's a little long and it's a little 
dense, I guess, for somebody who is used to just casual reading and not some of this hardcore type stuff. So that would be my recommendation for Seven Eves. I personally really liked it. Most of the people in the book club really liked it. Again, we all wanted more from it. So that's always a good thing. So next I'm going to talk about the fantasy book club book. That one was The Crystal Cave by Mary Stewart. And this book is from the 1970s, so it is not current. And Mary Stewart, I think, died a few years ago. But she wrote this book in the 70s. It's a fantasy novel, and it is the first in a trilogy about Merlin and Merlin's origins and where he came from. And it's a very interesting look at fantasy from the 1970s. I think you can really tell that it was written in the 1970s as you read it. I actually read this in high school, and we reread it for the book club. And it's a really interesting look at Merlin. And I think one of the things that she does that was really interesting to me is that she takes the sort of magic out of magic and Merlin is magic really because he is at very advanced in technology. And so it's not a lot of what he does. Of course, there is actual magic in it. It's a fantasy book. But a lot of what he does is perceived as magic by the people around him. But it's really just super advanced technology, which actually really makes sense to me, because if somebody came here from you know, years and years in the future from another planet and they started showing you things and and doing things that you had just never witnessed, never seen before in your life, you would be like, oh my gosh, this person is magic. Look at what they're doing. And, you know, if we went back in time and showed a smartphone to someone, you know, in Neanderthal times, they would be like, oh my gosh, like you're magic. What is this thing that you're bringing to me? So I think it's that's a really interesting concept and it, and it just really made sense to me that, of course, if he's super advanced in technology, people would think he was magic. And like I said, of course, there is actual magic that enters in, but it's all about Merlin. It's his origin story and um, a, a lot of where it came from. I think one thing that's also really interesting about it is that it was written by a woman, but also there's some pretty sexist and misogynist things in there. I mean, I get, it was written in the 1970s, uh, but it's really just interesting to read a perspective from back then and and while doing that, think about today's perspectives and how a similar book right, might be written today because I just think it's it's a completely different mindset. So it was really interesting for me to read. I think if if you read it back in the day, if you read it in grammar school or in high school, I think it's an interesting reread to get your adult perspective on it. I think if you've never read it, you may or may not want to read it. It's pretty battle heavy towards the end. So I know some people don't always like that. The battle stuff gets really exhausting. And um, it, it, I mean, if you like Merlin, if you've read it before, I think that I think that it's worth reading. I think that if you have never read anything about Merlin and you haven't read The Crystal Cave and you kind of just want a good fantasy, I would probably pick something a little bit more current than this just because the mindset back then was really different and really interesting. Now, if you want to read it for that purpose, if you want to see what a woman writing a fantasy story in the 1970s, what her perspective is, then uh, for, by all means, go for it. I think that it's it's an interesting study. But if you're just looking for like a fun fantasy book, I would probably recommend something a little bit more modern than this one. 
So the last book that I want to talk about, since we didn't read anything for the YA book club because of Mardi Gras, the other book club that we have is called the Brave New World Book Club. This is a brand new book club. This book club is actually meeting on Sundays. And our first book was Between the World and Me by ta Coates. And this book is a nonfiction book, and it's written in the form of a letter to ta Coates' son. And he writes about his experience growing up as a black gentleman in America. And he talks about his experience growing up. He talks about his college experience. He is reflecting on all of this as an adult and giving his opinion and his facts on just the African-American male struggle in America. And obviously... I am, if you don't know me, I am the exact opposite of an African-American male. I am a white woman. And this book really gave me some perspective on this because obviously I will never know what it's like to be a black man in America. I can talk to people. I can empathize with people. I can read things, but I will never have that experience. And so Reading this book was very eye-opening to me because I am a pretty progressive person. I talk to a lot of people. I work with a lot of black men in different various organizing things that I do. And, you know, I really thought that I at least could empathize and had some sort of remote idea. And then I read this book and I was like, you know what? I know nothing. And the book really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I really like the way that ta Coates framed the entire thing. And so he framed it with this idea of the black body just being something that's not important to people and how black men feel the need to protect their own bodies from the world. And whether that means putting on armor like you know, wearing the fashion that they wear and driving the cars that they drive and, you know, putting on that face for the world is really important to them. And or whether that is literally protecting your body from the police or whatever else is out there. I think this is a very important book. I think it's a very important perspective. It had a lot of parallels and reminded me a lot of Martin Luther King's letter from a Birmingham jail. I think it is really, really something that everyone should read and it should be required reading for all of America because it's very relevant and very important. So I definitely think that you should read it. We actually have a Facebook Live video of our book discussion about ta Coates' Between the World and Me. So you can look that up on the Facebook page. We have a group called the Brave New World Book Club group on Facebook. So look that up. Join it. You can see our discussions. And I'm out of time. I could talk about that book for a really long time, but I'm out of time for today. Those are our books. I'm going to go over them one more time. So for the Neil Gaiman Book Club, we read Angels and Visitations. For the Sci-Fi Book Club, we finished up Neil Stevenson's Seven Eves. For the Fantasy Book Club, we did Mary Stewart's Crystal Cave. For the Not-So-YA Book Club, we skipped a meeting because of Mardi Gras. And for the Brave New World Book Club, we read our first book, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Between the World and Me. Check those books out. And again, my name is Candace Huber, and you've been listening to WRBH.